Praise the Lord. We we talking about uh, today. We finished last week. Son, last week Thursday we finished Romans twelve. We're going to Romans thirteen. We are we're on our way to to the end. So Romans thirteen one to ten, New Living Bible. That's what we're going to read today. So Living Bible, sorry. Well, you can read it from any translation, but I, I liked the Living Bible. Uh, Romans 13, 1 to 10, Living Bible. It says, obey the government. Okay, let me wait. Obey the government for, for, for God is the one who puts it there. There is no government anywhere that God has not placed in power. So those who refuse to obey the laws of the land are refusing to obey God and punished and punishment will follow. For the policeman does not frighten people who are doing right, but those doing evil will always fear him. So if you don't want to be afraid, keep the laws and you'd get along well. The policeman is sent by God to help you, but if you are doing something wrong, of course you should be afraid, for he would, he would, he, for he will have you punished. He is sent by God for that very purpose. Obey the laws, then, for two reasons: first, to keep to keep from being punished and second just because you you know you should pay your taxes too for these same two reasons for for government workers need to be paid so that they can keep on doing God's work serving you pay everyone whatever he owes he ought to have he says pay your taxes and import duties gladly obey those over you Give honor and respect to those to those to whom it is due. It says, pay all your debt except the debt of what? Of love for all others. Never finish paying, paying that. It says, for if you love them, you will be teaching all of all of what? God's law, fulfilling all his requirements. If you love your neighbor as much as you love yourself, you will not want to harm or cheat him or kill him or steal from him. And you wouldn't you wouldn't sin with his wife or want what his or do or want what is his or do anything else the Ten Commandments say is wrong. All ten are wrapped up in his love. All ten are wrapped up in his love. In All ten are wrapped up in, in this one. To love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love does not wrong, does, does no wrong to anyone. That's why it fully satisfies all of God's requirements. It is the only law you need. So when you think about this this scripture, this one to ten that we just 
we just talked about now, uh, we just read, sorry. You see that he says, he says one thing, uh, I'll pull it again. He says, he says, obey what? Government. Obey the government. For God is the one who puts, who has put it there. So, see, God has instituted government for what? And I'll explain why. He says, you know, you understand this. He says, every Christian is a spirit being, and every spirit being needs a body to live or to dwell. So, God has placed our bodies in places like America, Nigeria, US, you know, Russia, and all those places. And and where we are, there are bodies, we are subject to what? Rulers of the country. We are subject to the government. So we are supposed to do what? We are supposed to obey the regulations and the doctrines and the rules and regulations of the country we live in. And if you think about it, it's really it's talking about the law. It's really talking about we need to obey the law, the law that God, God has instituted in these countries. So, you know, this country and every country has that government that that God has ordered them there. He has put them in that place. So God God places people in, in places of power. And since they are in the place of power, we are to obey their authority. And if we if if they are not conforming to what God, the ordinance of God. If they're not conforming to the practices of God, what do you do? We have an obligation to do what? To pray to the same God that put them there. You know, and that's one thing that we need to we need to learn to do. We need to pray to the same God that put them there. You know, in the church, in, in, in the church, you see, God placed leaders, you know, pastors, leaders, over you, over us. And they are to shepherd you and I. They are supposed to guide us, to pray for us. You know? So if they are not doing the the right thing according to your own eyes, we have an obligation to do what? To pray for them instead of criticizing them. Yes, you might, you know, people say, but you know, you have to criticize them. But, you know, as 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 Christians, as children of God, we're not called to criticize. We're called to pray. We're called to pray because God put them there. God has instituted this government, gov- government and put them there. You know, and you, you, you kind of wonder like, okay, but why, how come God will put somebody wicked there? You know, you know, the thing is, the things of God you can't really understand. You know, but you know that even though he might be wicked in your eyes, what happens is if you fail to pray, you will not be able to change that situation. But what happens is that what happens is that we tend to we tend to we tend to not pray. We tend to not pray, but instead we do what? We go on the criticizing level. And when we criticize and don't pray, what happens? We're not, we're not giving, you know, prayer is, is allowing God to walk. Prayer is a, is a conversation. Pray, praying is, is like a relationship. 
But if you don't allow God to work, you know, if you don't if you don't pray, then it means you're not giving God the authority to 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 solve that situation. So it, it, it's for me, it's key that as Christians in in this society, we need to be able to obey what God has instituted for us. You know, it's it's God's institution. You know, if we decide to disobey these ethnic authorities, how we, how we, how uh, even though I, I, you know I was just thinking about if you decide to disobey the earthly authorities, how are we going to obey God that you don't see? If you can't obey the authority of the land, it's impossible for you to obey God that you do not see. You see the people here, you don't obey them. Is it God that you would you would you would obey that you don't even see him? But you see, the thing is, the, 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 the governments have put laws in place that if you disobey the law, what happens? There's punishment that is, that is aimed. You, you get punished for it. You, there's punishment that's attributed to it. Uh, case in point, you know, the, the Bible, you look at verse 6 says, you know, that pay your taxes too. That we should pay your taxes. Do you, it's amazing that the Bible is telling us to pay our taxes. Say the taxes are there to do what? Help the government run. But do you know that a lot of, some people, I won't say a lot, but some people do not pay their taxes. Even Christians. They want to avoid paying taxes, possibly maybe because the taxes are too much to bear. Or they feel that they can avoid them. Or they simply just avoid paying taxes. And they think that because they, you know, they don't pay taxes, you know, they are doing themselves, you know, they are, they are, they are doing themselves some disadvantage. Because what happened in this country, for instance, you know, in or any civilized, civilized country, what happens when you don't pay those kind of taxes? They have in America. They have the, what they call the IRS, Internal Internal Revenue Service, that will come and do what? Take <laughs> investigate and take care of you, and 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 show you, show you that no matter who you are, wealthy, poor, if you don't pay, you have penalties, and if you don't pay the penalties, you're going to jail. That's the punishment. But for me, it's, it's intriguing that the Lord, the Bible is saying, pay your taxes. Give what is due to the government. Give what is due to, you know, that's why, you know, the Lord says, give Caesars what is Caesars. And give the Lord what is the Lord. You know, you are in this country, this is what makes the country run. You pay your taxes. You know, but you see, it's, it's amazing how sometimes we, we, we choose to avoid you know, we choose to avoid those things that, yes, it might be it might be difficult. Yes, it might be it might be difficult to pay some taxes. You know, but what do you do? Huh? What is it? Exactly when they are, maybe they are not used for the purpose, but you still have to do it because you want to avoid any kind of penalty. 
you want to have, and the own penalty in America is compound interest. You think it is in the interest is daily. You know, so what do you do? You 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 pay you pay whatever you there is that you owe. And you know, it, it goes back to the same. If you go down that aisle, verse eight says, "Pay all your debt, except the debt of love for others. Never finish paying that." Think about you know, it's amazing because I didn't never understood this this scripture. I didn't understand the, the the entirety of the scripture. You know, you you understand in part. It's amazing that I didn't understand it until recently. It says, "Pay all your debt, except the debt of love for others. Never finish paying that." He said, we are supposed to do what? Yes, we are supposed to love people. That's the, the second half of that scripture. We're supposed to love people. But at the same time, we're supposed to pay all what? A debt. And the reason why we're so... Let me don't go ahead of myself. If... And this all your debt is like if you have credit card bills, or auto loans, or mortgages or you know student loans you're supposed to pay that because if you don't what happens is you're now a slave to them to the lender you're now a slave to the lender you wouldn't have time to even for God any longer Because why? Because you strive to do what? Pay those people off because you don't want bad credit. You don't want the government, the same government, to be after you. You know, I know this country runs on credit. Like it's like uh, Dunkin' Donuts, it runs on Dunkin'. This, this country runs on credit. But although we reside in this country, it does not mean that the laws of the country should overshadow the laws of God. So if God says, pay, oh no man. Nothing. But to love one another. It means that there's, there's a beginning. Because if you look at it, it says, I don't know if we if we have it. Let me read it from an, a different translation. I'm going to pull it up from a different translation here. Romans. 13. I read it from Amplified. It says, keep out, keep out of debt and owe no man anything except to love one another. Let's look at it from a different translation again. I'm just looking at a different translation so we see what, what it says. It says, pay, living Bible says, pay all your debt Accept the debt of love for one another. Never finish paying it off. Let's look at message. Look at what message says. Wow. (laughs) 
sorry. He says, Do, don't run up debt except for the huge debt of love. You owe each other. It's amazing. Christians overlook this thing. We overlook it and, you know, we think it's just, you know what, oh, we just owe, we owe only love. But the Bible says, do not carry debt because you're going to be working the rest of your life for that and you will have that freedom to serve God effectively. Or to be a blessing to others. I remember the days of, of college <coughs> when I was in Rodgers. And in Rodgers, let me drink a sip of water. In Rodgers, in Rodgers, the, the credit card companies will come to. <clears throat> They'll come to school. They'll come to school and they'll give people that don't have jobs. We don't have jobs. They'll still give us, they'll, they'll give them credit cards. They'll say, eh, if you sign up, we give you this bag. Or sign up, we give you this shirt. Or you sign up, we give you. We'll sign up. We don't have a job, but. Then the sales are wicked. Because when they run our credit, we don't have credit. We don't have a job. <coughs> but they'll still give us what? The credits. $700, $1,000. You know, they'll give us all these credits. And so in one day, <clears throat> somebody can sign up for five credit cards. So that's 5000 and when your dad's young and naive, what happens? Everywhere you go, you do what? Za. You spend. So by the time you're out of school, you're... <laughs> Besides your student loan, you accumulated $5,000. Besides your student loan. And you don't have a job yet. Oh, I remember when I when I was going to school. When I was going to school, you see people that have student loan, and you know the student loan they'll pay they'll pay they'll pay the money, and you know when when the when is when the when the government pays the the school fees, they will get money back, and sometimes the money back is like five thousand dollars. They'll be so happy. Oh my goodness. God has blessed me with $5,000. And they'll use that and go and buy a car or buy one kind of a shoe, Jordan or Timberlands or whatever. And they're wearing it. And by the time school is over, four years, five years, and they see their student loan, 100000 I went to school with a guy. Sorry, we're not talking about money this thing, but I'm just saying the impact of it. This guy, he finished from school from Rutgers because he changed his major twice. 
He finished from school with 200K on student loan. And I said to myself, when is this guy going to ever finish paying his student loan? And he most likely has a credit card too. You know? So, so you're, 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 up, you're, about, you're about leaving the job, you're about leaving, leaving uh, school, and you haven't gotten a job yet, but what happens? You have a lot of debt. So what kind of freedom do you gonna have? What kind of freedom do you have now? Even to love people, even to love people, self, you won't be able to love anybody. Because your your face is hardened. If <coughs> and <coughs> excuse me. You you're in, in debt and you're going to a job that you're going in as entry-level, entry-level job, that is, you're getting paid 30-something thousand dollars a year. And you really can't, so you have to defer it for another six months to one year. How are you going to be able to do what? Do, how can you be financially free? Or how can you be Spiritually free too, because you owe so much money. You're not really able to serve God the way you're supposed to serve God. We just accumulate. You know, this is a trap of the enemy. It's a trap of the enemy for us to for you to consume our time. And make us not able to fulfill the command in the word of God. The command says, do not owe anyone. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, <coughs> excuse me. I'm not saying that you should not take credit. Far from it. I'm not saying you shouldn't take credit. But what happens is that it's been, it's been drilled in us. That when you take credit, take pay minimum payment. When you take a, a credit card, take minimum payment. We'll be paying minimum payment, $220. You owe $2,000 on your credit card, but you're only paying $20 every month. By the time you're finished paying it off, you're looking at about 10 years. But you're 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 enslaved to to this ten year. You're enslaved to it. Do you necessarily have to buy those things that you really wanted to go? You you spend the money for. Do you did you really want them? Did you did you really did is this is this was it a real desire? It's something that <coughs> oh, excuse me. It's something that we need to actually dig into to understand. Because it's the law. It's, there's, a, there's, there's a law that the enemy lures us into that. The lures into that and we are so naive and we go and get it. 
and we were, you know, sometimes we don't even wear it or we don't even use it and we keep it. And we were paying money over it. And you're not financially free. You're not spiritually free. You're serving the credit card company. It's something that we need to take stock. We need to have an understanding of it. We need to have an understanding of it and say, how can I get myself to that place whereby I'm, I'm free of it? <coughs> Excuse me. Praise the Lord. So it's something that we need to we need to get to that place. We need to get to that place of financial freedom and what? Spiritual freedom and living in what? In God. Working with God. So that God don't give me like I said, I'm not saying don't get credit card or please don't think I said. The thing about it is God wants us wants to use us to do a lot of things. But when you're in debt, and how can you even love somebody? Let's be honest with you. Exactly, including financing the gospel. How can you love somebody when you're $200,000 in debt? Eh? How, how, how is it possible for you to even, for you to even take care, take, even read the Bible, self? It's, it's, it becomes it becomes it becomes impossible <coughs> excuse me praise the lord so it's something that we need to we need to take take stock of we need to take stock of and and because if the bible is saying this is what it is if the Bible is saying this is what it is, it's, it's serious. So we need to do what? Oh, no one, anything. Sit down properly. But to love them. And God is saying we should love people, period. Physically speaking, when you talk about even this loving one another, physically speaking, it's impossible to love anybody. It's impossible to, impossible to love somebody. But spiritually speaking, with God's help, we're able to love people. So the same aspect, it is with God's help that you're able to get out of what? Death. It's God's ability that you're able to get out of death. It's God's ability that you, 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 you owe no one what? Nothing. So, Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. This is the difference between what? The law and grace. Physically speaking, the law is what? You're trying to do it by yourself. You're trying to love somebody. It's impossible. 
But grace is saying, God, I'm giving, God is saying, I'm using you to do what? To love somebody else. From God's perspective, we are to love unconditionally, regardless of the person, the, the race, the, the status, the behavior, everything. In unconditional love. But we cannot do it on our own. You see, before Christ, our hearts were evil. We did evil to others. You know, the Bible says in Romans 3, 23, it says, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So our hearts were darkened. You know, I, I look at look at Second uh, Samuel 12, 1 to 7. Second Samuel 12, 1 to 7. He says, so the Lord sent Nathan, the prophet, to, to David, to tell David this story. He says, there were two, yes, you, not you, the King David. He says, I know that's part of your name. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. He says, there were two, two, two men in a certain town. One was rich and one was poor. He said, the rich man owed a great many sheep and cattle. The poor man owed nothing but one little lamb he had bought. He raised the little lamb and he grew up with his children. He says he ate, he ate from the man's own plate and drank from his cup. He cuddled it in his arms like a baby, baby daughter. One day a guest arrived at the home of the rich man but instead of killing an animal for his, from his own flock or herd he took the poor man's lamp and killed it and prepared it for his, for his guests. David was furious. As surely as the Lord lives, he vows, any man who would do such a thing deserves to die. He must repay the four lambs for the poor, for the poor man, for the one who stole and for, and, and for having no pity. See, Nathan said, Nah, David, you're the man. The heart of man is so, he says, desperately wicked. David plotted to kill Uriah because of what? Bathsheba. He plotted because he wanted to conceal what? Pregnancy. <coughs> Praise the Lord. That's the, that's the, 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 funny, the, the funny thing about it. That's before the law. The heart of man is desperately wicked. But after Christ, we receive the nature of Jesus. And since we have the nature of Christ, Christ is in God and we have the nature of God. So the nature of God is what? Is love. And since we are in Christ and Christ is in God, we have the nature of love in us. Look at what um, 1 John, 1 John 4, 17, uh, 1 John 4, 7 to 16 says. 1 John 4, 7 to 16. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. Can you imagine? Love. The only way you can love is from God, not from your heart, because your heart, before Christ, didn't have love. He had evil. And Whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. So it means that we, 
we've been born of God. So we're supposed to do what? Love like God loves. He says, anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. In this, in this, the love of God has been made manifest among us. That God sent his only, his one, his only son into the world so that he, we might live through him. In this, in this is love. For that we have loved, loved God, but that he loved us and he sent his son to, the, to, to be the propitiation of our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one has seen, ever seen God. So if we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. By this, we know. Let me just stop here for a minute. He says, look at this, he says, no one has seen God. So if you say you love, you say you love a man. If you can't love God, how can you love a man? If you can't love a man, how can you say you love God? The same back, it goes back and forth. It says, by this we know that we abide in him and he in us. Because he has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. Whosoever confesses the, that Jesus is the son is the son of God. God abides in him and he is in God. So the thing is, what the, what the Bible says is, God is what? Love. If you want to know how to love, you go to God. You don't go to Cupid. Cupid is not, you say Cupid is the God of love. No, it's nothing, that's just some fictitious something. Fixed, fiction. You go to who? God. God is the one that gives you the ability to love people his kind of way. Because you have his nature. We have his nature. So that's how we're able to love God. God is love. And we're able to love because we abide in him. It is in our nature. And that we have the ability to love. So you and I, for you and I to love anyone, and this anyone includes who? Our enemies. We are to love even who? The people that don't like us. We are to employ the, the God kind of love. The body, the flesh would not want you to do that. The spirit wants you to do that. But you have to plow through. <coughs> Matthew 5. Matthew 5, 43 to 48. It says, it says, you have heard that it was, it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemy. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That you may be children of the Father in heaven. The key here is what? 
for us to do what? Pray for those who persecute us. You see, God, God is, God is saying, look, somebody persecutes you, just pray for them. Bless them. Because you, what, you're, what you're doing, you're sowing a seed. You're sowing a seed of what? Of blessing upon them. And because you're sowing a seed, your harvest is also blessed. So he says, just love on them. Do what? Show a, show a seed of love. And if, look at what he says, if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? And not even the tax collectors doing that. And if you greet, you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? So the key is, the key is that God is expecting us to do what? To love people. Don't even pagans do that. Be perfect, therefore, as your Heavenly Father is perfect. So the thing is, it seems impossible to love, but God is commanding us to do what? To love His kind of way. Let, his, let the love of God that is the fruit of the Spirit indwell in you. Activate it. Activate it. And when you love, you're fulfilling the law. The law in the law, he says, Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not do this, thou shalt not uh, murder, thou shalt not convert. That's the law. In the law, you're doing it by your own physical. I'm going back to the same aspect of the law. You're doing it by your own physical ability. But you see, the thing is, love would not want to murder, love would not want to kill, love would not want to steal. So love covers all the com- it covers all the commandments. So that's why it's such a great that's why it says it fulfills the law. Love fulfills the law because it, it it covers it. You if you have love for your neighbor, even though your neighbor is your enemy, you're not going to be praying for that your neighbor to die. You know, you see people in Nigeria, they will say that neighbor that is doing is the neighbor that is doing uh, uh, voodoo on me. The person should die, and the pastor say yes. Person should die. Everybody say yes. Die, die. No, that's not. That's not it. We're supposed to do what? Bless them. Bless those who persecute us. Pray for them. And when we do, what happened? We're fulfilling what God has said for us to do. If we owe any, you know, this aspect, we need to understand that this is this is key because if we don't love, if we don't, he said, pay all your debt, and the only debt you owe is to love. If you decide not to do this, you're giving the devil a foothold. If you don't pay all your debt, you're giving the devil what? A foothold. If you don't love people, you're giving the devil what? A foothold. And that's key. Look at, and because when you don't love, it means that you're on unforgiveness. And when you have unforgiveness, the Bible says you ain't, you're not receiving anything from me. 
And, and moreover, if you have unforgiveness, God is not going to what? Forgive your own sins. And if God doesn't forgive your own sins, you ain't receiving anything either. Look at what Mark, Mark eleven twenty five says. Mark eleven twenty five, Living Bible says, but when, when you, when you, when, but when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your heavenly Father will forgive you your sins too. So the key is that God is wants, God is expecting us to do what, to forgive one another. Praise the Lord. God is expecting us to do what? Forgive one another. Because that's our obligation as Christians. Our obligation as Christians is what? To do what? Love. Love. Our obligation as, as Christians is to pay all your debt. Give all your debt. Pay all your debt. And love one another. Because if you don't, if you don't as a Christian... You like I said, if you owe this money, how would you even facilitate what God wants you to do? How would you even prosper the gospel? If you can't even love somebody, how would you even preach to the person? How can you pray for the person's salvation? So pay your physical debt. And also your spiritual debt by what? Loving people. So that you can be a free man or woman and with freedom you'll be able to serve God fully. And that's key. And that's the important thing. So my prayer is that we would have a better understanding of this. Like I said, I will say this again. I'm not saying don't, don't have credit. But when you get credit, you know, it's not the aspect of now it's time for me to do it. Any, don't forget that the money you see, the Lord, the Lord is laying on my heart. The money you're the custodian of His money, of His money. So, what do you do? You, you, you have to you have to know what you're doing. You see, like in, in Nigeria, there's you know, there's, there's credit, but it's not as. Uh, it's not as common. If you don't have the money, you're not paying for it. You, you're not going to get it. But in this country and other countries, I know in London, they say it's not, uh, it's not very popular in London to be using credit, credit cards. It's, they don't even give credit cards away just like that. You know? But it's something that we need to consciously take a cue on and and make a change on so that God will help us so that we can be also be useful in the kingdom and that's key for us to be useful in the kingdom for us to love one another for us to love people for us to love God praise the Lord hallelujah let us pray heavenly father Lord we just give you glory thank you for your teaching telling us that we should be subject to the government because you put those government people there Father Lord, you're also telling us to, to pray for people in government. Father Lord, we pray also that you give us the ability to do those. That we don't, that, you know, if wherever we fall short, Lord, we pray that you uh, empower us. Give us the strength to keep keep uh, obeying the, the government, the government of this country. 
and also the government of America. We also pray for the government of the America and the government of Nigeria. <coughs> that Lord God Almighty, that you give them wisdom. Give them wisdom to be able to rule those countries aright in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father Lord, we pray that you say we should owe no man anything but to love. Father Lord, we pray that you give us the ability to, to take care of that physical debt that we owe people. You know, some of us, we owe credit cards, car loans, student loans, mortgages, and we are so indebted to them. We are so indebted, you know, and COVID has somehow shown that. To help us to use this opportunity to really, really, really be, you know, financially free, you know, and so that we're not so enslaved to, 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 you know, to that credit in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just give you glory. Help us to love one another, you know, and just not just love. It's not a love, you know. That word love has been, has been, has been recklessly used. You know, I love my car. You know, I, I love this person. I, you know, but do we really love our car? When our car is damaged, do we really love it? Or do we just abandon it? You know, do do you know we've been using that word love so frivolously, but Lord, I pray that we 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 don't we don't use it frivolously anymore. That Lord, we will mean what we say when we say I love you. You know, it it, it there's an impact. <clears throat> it says I love you with the love of God. That it means that I love you unconditionally, no matter who you are, no matter what you are. I love you, no matter your status, no matter your, your degree. There's an unconditional love. Father Lord, we pray that you come and start changing our, our thought process. Come and start changing our, the, way of, the way we think, the way we act, our actions towards this aspect of love. Father Lord, we just give you praise. Thank you. Because Lord, we know that we, we, are, we are working, we are moving forward and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Lord, we just bless your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.